Ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is time for the Right Guys Podcast. And Max hit it early, so now your hosts, me and Max McGuire. I didn't touch it. Didn't touch well, anything. Didn't, yeah, I didn't. I, that, I was <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. Welcome back. Yeah. Another edition of the Right Guys Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. I'm Josh Hammerling, trying to press buttons, but you never know. Things always go a little yeah. sideways. So I'm back, man. I was I had a great intro. I was gonna be like, you know, where where the witch hunts for Donald Trump come to die, right? Because how many witch hunts yeah. have we seen for Donald Trump since uh, 2016? We had what five years of Russian collusion. Mm-hmm. We had uh, tax returns, tax returns, mm-hmm. tax returns. That was the other things because he's an elitist, of course. After that, uh, they went a little bit after the family, right? I mean, they kept trying to take down his sons. Heck, they went after uh, Baron, right? They went after yeah. uh, his wife. Went, went through his room, went through his wife's yeah. underwear drawer. Then we got the uh, the, the the documents, the, the documents mm-hmm. case that's still out there. That's hitting us. And now we've got, uh, now I, I, I can't remember. Why is he being charged in Georgia? What is this one over? So when he was on the phone call with Raffensperger and other uh, officials, he said, okay, we know that there are ballots out there still. You need to go find them, find the fraudulent ballots because we know they're there. And now they've charged him with RICO violations, conspiring to overturn an election, um, which is just it's it's madness. It's like things like filing a false document with a government official. He's on the phone and he gave like an estimate and it was like a range and they said oh well that wasn't the the exact number so therefore you've lied to a government official serious stretches that should have already been tossed out but the yeah. whole case is on hold because fanny 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 fanny, fanny um fanny. and her lover boy nathan wade are you were in the say hot fang, seat. Fang. no fanny 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 and her lover boy nathan wade the other prosecutor that she hired, yeah. by the way, only paid cash. That's right. how she paid him to do Wasn't work. Was he like for the, the highest state. paid one too? Yeah, like very seven hundred well G's or nine hundred G's. I, I forget something. Was very well paid. No yeah. receipts. Yeah. No documentation. Mm-hmm. Also, she's sleeping with them, but no. no one seems to remember when they started sleeping together. Well, sorry, they all remembered until they were put on the stand, oh. and then they forgot. Oh, um convenient very very convenient isn't it um mm-hmm. very convenient so this week on the stand was terrence bradley who used to be um used to be i believe wade's former law partner represented him in a divorce which i believe the fanny willis fling was involved in that divorce um mm-hmm. So there's this whole back and forth in the trial. And and the reason that this has kind of become a he said, she said, is because Fannie Willis lied to the court. She misrepresented her relationship with Wade. And in doing so, with Nathan Wade, and in doing so, she lied to the court. And hey, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, did she start, didn't she come out the gate with, we were never in a relationship? Yes. Right. I mean, it was... Never happened. She ran on, uh, you know, not sleeping with the people she works mm-hmm. with, like her, you know, unlike her predecessor. And as I recall, it was just a, like I, I, 
I've never had sexual relations with that man. Sorry, I wanted to yeah. go old Bill Clinton sort of ask on that one. And very similar. It depends on what your definition of is is. <laughs> depends <laughs> on what your definition yeah. of is is. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I watch it. We don't. We're not going to play all of it, but I, I was watching yesterday. I was glued, and yeah. it's always uncomfortable when you see lawyers on the stand claiming that they don't recall, don't recall, don't recall. It's their yeah. job to literally recall. And document. Yes, and document. So you for it. <laughs> the issue at hand here is that Terrence Bradley was claiming to have privilege protections because he had an, a lawyer-client relationship, attorney-client relationship with Nathan Wade. Mm -hmm. And he was trying to claim that he didn't have to divulge the information about their love affair, about their relationship, because it was protected under attorney-client privilege. Fought, good, fought, good fought. Strategy. You can't force us to say this because he, I was told this in confidence. The judge comes back and says, oh, no, that doesn't apply. You have to share what he told you. Mm. And then gets up on the stand and says, well, I don't remember what he told me. Wow, another convenient truth, right? So then where was the argument for attorney-client privilege? You know what I mean? Like, you didn't in, order, know, right? in order to claim privilege, you have to know the contents of the conversation sure. because not everything that you say to an attorney is privileged. Like you, if you admit to committing a crime and you admit to an active crime that could put people's lives in danger, that doesn't fall under attorney client privilege. He could, he could withdraw from your case and say, tell the cops, Hey, there's, there's something really bad going on. Not everything falls under attorney-client privilege, and yet, like, not everything falls under like medical privilege. Talking to your doctor, sure. So, for him to claim privilege, him for him to claim privilege, he has to know what the contents of the conversation are. So he apparently knew two days ago, but when it was ruled, he actually had to tell everyone what was said. Mm. I forgot. I forgot. I, I don't think I've ever seen this before. Someone claim yeah. privilege on a conversation, get overruled, and then claim that they forget everything said in the conversation. At that point, like uh, uh, any judge worth their salt, at that point would see a clear, clear indicator of contempt, right? I mean that he he, he could be in contempt of court because he is willfully denying that. But you know he's going back to that old strategy Bill Clinton used: if you just can't recall, you're not actually lying or telling the truth on the stand, and you could claim I've forgotten, right? It just yeah. it becomes just so convenient so fast right and there was what twenty two thousand text messages between these two there wasn't a point in these text Crazy. messages where someone sends someone over and says i really like you right yesterday yeah. was great had a good yeah. time right that, that doesn't show up they've pulled the geo fencing information for his <laughs> cell phone for not for for uh nathan wade his cell phone and mm -hmm. while you can't you can tell what tower they're they're going off of. You can't definitely say what location. It's always very interesting to me how when they use geodata in Georgia for election fraud, the powers that be say, oh, you can't use geodata. But then the FBI uses geodata against the January 6ers. So then geodata is accurate. But now they're back to arguing that geodata isn't accurate. It's very interesting. Wait a minute. Wait, that, wait, wait, wait. How what? that... that literally flips every couple it was, of weeks. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't. It's yeah. only it's only accurate down to twenty seven feet. 
Yeah, it, it just depends on how conservative right. the person you're targeting is. <laughs> if they happen to be conservative, then it's a good yeah. then it's a good method, right? You were if two on January sixth, you know, doing yeah. this, <laughs> whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. So they took his they took his cell phone and they were able to see that like thirty five times, I think it was thirty five times, his cell phone was pinging from oh. the tower that would have been useful for her address hmm. so you can't prove that he was in her address but yeah. you can prove that he was close enough 35 times to be using the same cell tower that she uses right coincidence coincidence purely purely, purely purely coincidental the funny thing though is that the argument that had nothing to do with it goes away when you look at the timestamps of one of these. So there was one, I, I, I guess, maybe I'll ask you to see if you can pull it up. There was okay. one specific instance, I think I can paraphrase it pretty well, where they saw he was at her apartment all night. <laughs> left at like 3 a.m., right? So the devil's advocate says, oh, he wasn't at her apartment. He was just somewhere else in the vicinity all night long the problem is they then track him home they could see he drove from her apartment home and what did he do immediately after he got home he called her oh <laughs> so pretty missing you baby yeah yeah like that was a lot of fun babe like, oh man oh man i can't wait to do that again it strains credulity to argue that he wasn't there right whether yeah. or not you can prove it with the geo locations, it's really hard to wrap your head around the narrative that he wasn't there, right. but he Let just so happened screen. to he just so happened to call from four a.m. All right, here we go. Just found this. Uh, Trump prosecutor visited Fannie Willis's locality thirty-five times before yeah. hiring. Like, you know, you visit, uh, you got a business partner, like, you know, how often would we meet? Like, maybe once a week, if we had to go to each other's house, it'd be yearly or something wild, right? Yeah. Just, if it was, if it's professional, generally, unless you're good, good friends, you just don't go over there 35 times, 35 yeah. times. And he was, mm, I now, refresh my memory, was he married this time? That's or where I don't divorced? want, I don't want to get, I don't want to get the timeline wrong. I know that yeah. this was going on through breakup times. Right. Um. Yeah, no, like, listen. If, but that's a if, lot, right? That's a if, lot. If I still lived in Colorado or you lived in Texas, we'd probably mm -hmm. see each other pretty often. Sure. But you know what? You know what you wouldn't do? You wouldn't give me the garage door opener for your house. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, like right. that right. is beyond the professional relationship. The minute you have right. a key or the mm. minute you have the garage door clicker, that's more well, than just a friend. Hold on, let's let me play devil's advocate. If you're what using if... the garage door clicker at two a.m., like, come on, like, what are we doing here? Uh, yeah, okay. So, what if you were like watching my pets, right? Maybe there was a vacation where they didn't take together, or the other was like, you know, taking up the the care of the other's cat, right? Maybe that's possible. Two a.m. though, I think I think it was taking care of her cat. <laughs> I, I i definitely think some sort of cat was was yeah well loved during all of this so yeah you you just don't when you have a key like that changes 
it, that goes from a professional relationship to something more intimate. I don't know what to like label on that, right? And you just don't add a key to your friend's house without, I mean, you got to be but, close, right? Like, if I was going on vacation, I needed you to check in on my dogs or on my cat, then yeah, right. I, I that, that would happen. Key, sure. Right? Sure. But I don't give you the garage door opener. That's no. like, that, that just seems weird. It just seems weird. And just to hold on to, like you know, if I was just rolling around in my car and I had an extra garage door opener that happened to open now, up a front. If, um, if I was coming over and we were doing stuff, and I didn't want people to see your mm. car in my driveway, then you could understand the logic behind giving the garage door opener, because then it's not oh park around the corner. Well, that's how then you deliver cash. Oh, no. Then no, oh, no, pull your car into the garage and close the garage. The door. I don't want anybody so to sees. know that your car is in my driveway, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's just too much evidence just there. Friends. Like, just friends. Just, just friends. But make sure you, you park park in the garage. Just park yeah. in the garage. Close it when you get here. But oh, but also by the way, we recall none of it. Right. We recall none of it. Why yeah. did you give? I, I don't even think they've gotten to this. Why did you no. give him the garage door clicker? Door, uh, right. gonna say, I don't recall. I, oh, oh, when did I, I you give call. it? To I don't know. I don't recall. He's my friend. He was watching yeah. something for me. Like everything we just kind of covered, right? They're going to come up with these outlandish excuses where where it's going to be just credible enough that they could probably get away with it. But you know, if I was watching your house and I had to feed your dogs, I'm not doing it at two a.m. unless I work an overnight job because yeah. I'm going to get it done, right? I want to get it done during the day, feed the dogs, and move on. It'll happen in normal hours. You know, coming and going at 2 a.m., that's nothing good ever happens after dark. Yeah. We all know that. No, Talk nothing. to cops, right? Nothing. That's an easy time happens. to travel. Right. Here, Here's the funny thing. Watching this, watching Terrence Bradley on the stand might be the first time I've ever seen someone actually sweat bullets. Yeah. Like, like, you know, because it's the same. Oh, he's sweating bullets. He's sweating bullets. But you can watch in real time as yeah. they're like, here's a text message where you said they were dating at this time. Right. What did you mean by that? And it's like, bead of sweat just drops. He's like, I don't recall. Like, <laughs> that they, moment. Yeah. It's funny. It, it, it's a it's objectively funny right. how they're just all <laughs> pretending that they don't know. Right. I, I, I think I, we're I, dumb. I forgot. I forgot. I don't know. But yeah, when when you see that roll down, like you you can see the just the, the temp rise. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. sweat's coming I, down. I think this is the one. Let, let's play this one. All right. We've got it. It was two pages of text messages between oh. you and Miss Merchant, correct? Okay. Correct. All right. So listen closely. Now, the first page starts off by saying, Miss Merchant, like just date, don't hire him. Do you think it started before she hired him? You see that? He just said, dang. Yes, I see it, yes. He missed it. And your response to that was absolutely, correct? Know. I'm gonna object, ask and answer in a few months. All right, so. Okay, yeah, good objection. Someone's gotta just, like, that's yeah. when you're, you're on the roofs, right? <laughs> so really hard, really hard to hear that, but it's there. He's reviewing text messages where he affirmatively said he knew when the relationship started. And all you can hear is under his breath, he just says, dang. Dang. <laughs> Dang. And then you can see like, the gears start to turn in, in his head. How yeah. am I going to get out of this one? 
like, what? Like, how do I lie my way through this without getting busted for lying? You know what I mean? His argument, his argument was that he was speculating. He was just purely speculating. I heard that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Watching and the then, yesterday. Then they ask him, well, what did you base that speculation on? Right? Because yeah, you base the speculation on something. And it's right. I don't recall. I don't recall. Well, did you base the speculation on the, 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 the conversation that you said was privileged? I don't recall. Well, it's, it's I so obviously a lie. Wow. And, you know, it's got... Uh, it, it, it's, think about the constant thinking of the left here. We're so above what we're doing that they're willing to sit there and lie on the stage about it, right? To try to save their own asses. And it on the face just being a complete and total fabrication. Now, it comes back to the argument. Well, what did he know and when did he know it? Right. And how long are they going to start hammering for it? Because it's going to come, right? This thing's far from over. They're still going right now, I think, unless they have recessed for the day. But what did you know? When did you know it? Because that's everything. And that might land Fanny and uh, Wade in jail, right? Because yeah. then they've committed perjury, yeah. right? Yeah. They're disbarred, certainly. You, you, ju- you just got to you gotta get them, right? I yeah. haven't seen the the kill shot like that one's close where yeah. he said dang yeah. but then yeah. he proceeded just to lie through his teeth again yeah and it seemed and, at times that the judge was like yeah we can move this long i get it he's a liar um yeah you 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 you, you can sense that but like here's another clip of of this guy and it's just he just doesn't recall anything how do you have knowledge what knowledge did well you just told us you told us mr wade told you so tell us what mr wade told you about miss willis and mr wade meeting at the evans office at the facility uh, objection your honor privilege this clearly covers a time after december 2018 that would be covered by the privilege wow yeah um overall that's <laughs> the question Sweating bullets. Right. His head is getting you the so shiny. I do not <laughs> see the throb. Right. Here we ask the question, Miss Merchant. What did you learn from Mr. Wade? I was clarified that's where you learned it from. About Mr. Willis, Mr. Wade, and Miss Willis meeting at the Evans office together. Wow. I don't object to ask and answered. He's testified that he hasn't answered. One conversation with Mr. Wade in the back of his uh, law Judge, office. No, and his, and his answer may change. So overall, I can't recall what the conversation was. Um, I do. So, ouch, ouch. It's the sigh as he's like, well, what, how am I going to get myself out of this one? Yeah, he's claiming that he he speculated on this stuff. He's oh, it's speculation. Well, why do you speculate? Oh, it's because of what Nathan Wade told me. Okay, what did Nathan Wade tell you? I don't remember. It it it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. It it's like reading a book, and it's just a page was ripped out. Right. I mean that that's basically what he's arguing. Here's the book. Here's my testimony. Yeah. Oh well, you you ripped out these pages. What what did it say on these pages? I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. But here's the book. I don't know. 
And then they're trying to say, oh, objection. He answered the question. The judge is like, he hasn't answered. And his his he might want to change his answer. That was a very right. telling moment of the judge right. understanding that he is lying. Right. And maybe it's a good idea for him to tell the truth. Yes. Because he's trying to get him to break. Now, as I recall, he said that he can't recall yeah. uh, from here on out. Because I, I remember sitting here texting each other about it that um, Monday and yeah, Tuesday. Cool. And he just... It, it, are you suffering from some sort of a courthouse amnesia? Like you walk mm-hmm. in through the front doors and suddenly you can't remember all the details of your clients and they show up together. Like lawyers, are, their job is to know. Yeah. Their job is to know because they've got to know to defend you, right? They've got to know what yeah. to, to allow and what to, to disallow. So this guy knows. Well, what he knows, I don't know. But I would think that if I was any of his prior clients and he says he can't recall now that he forget anything in my trials, because obviously this guy is suffering from some sort of really odd form of, of dementia. Now it's like the Joe, it's like the Joe Biden paradox. He's apparently fit to be president, but so mentally incapacitated, he can't be tried for being a spy. Right. This violating the espionage. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what (laughs) you can't have it both ways. Um, He's got square peg and round hole and he's just, he's got nothing with it right listen the i don't recall and i said this on the show before um i've sat through a deposition if you don't know the answer you're told you're you're instructed to say that you don't know don't try and figure it out because then you get in trouble making things up or speculating right if you don't know say you don't know but what i was waiting for some of these attorneys to say it's like okay they know that he knows, right? And they're trying to ask these very pointed questions because they they know the answers to these questions. Rule number one of like cross-examination is don't ask a question that you don't already know the answer to. Answer to so yeah. they know that they were sleeping together. They yeah. are setting up, they're setting the stage, walking him down a path of asking him to either confirm or deny what they already know happened. And yeah. he just keeps saying, I don't recall. But the crazy thing is he's simultaneously saying his speculation is based on what he doesn't recall. Like, I was waiting for them to say, okay, you don't recall this, you don't recall this, you don't recall this. What do you recall? You recall, yeah. I was waiting for that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. 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 he has to know something. You don't is represent it... someone in a divorce proceeding and not know anything. He knew enough to say it's privileged. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's busy working through a legal defense at the same time. He's saying he can't remember. This man's way too smart for that kind of stuff. He just he just is, right? I mean, he's just trying to be selective of the works. And it sounds like a really kind of brilliant maneuver by uh, the – it was Trump's people that are on the other side of that, right? They're Trump's lawyers. So, it, it's it, I mean, it's a really good sort of political uh, courtroom maneuver because now – I mean, there's a kill shot coming, right? What are they sitting on that we might not know about? What are what are they waiting to ask questions about that uh, they 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 like you said you've walked them down a path and they have to answer that'll yeah. prove whether that 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 relationship existed or not. So, I think in the coming days we're about to see like that uh, like that kill shot coming. What's it going to be, right? And how damning is it going to be? Because now, what if uh, there's there's stuff out there that shows that they were actively colluding to try to get Trump off the ballot, you know, because they've created discovery here, you know, and there, there've been people pouring through this stuff. 
So what else out there exists, yeah. you know? And this is all speculation, mind you, but if it's in the pocket and they know it and it gets presented in a courtroom as evidence, like it's really hard to say stuff like that doesn't exist. It's hard for the media just to wipe it off the table, right? What what really concerns me is how comfortable these people are with just lying. And mm. they know it's a lie. You can see he says, dang, he's mm. caught in it. You can mm. see he, as they're mm. asking him the question, you said it was based on what he told you. What did he tell you? And he just goes, oh. and then says, I don't recall. You can very obviously tell. Mm. The problem with this is there's different le levels of accountability for this. They could go to prison for perjury. That is harder to prove because you have to prove that they were lying, not that just that they didn't recall it in the moment. But much more likely, even without a perjury conviction, they could be disbarred. They could lose their license. They could face sure. sanctions from the bar in Georgia, right? But it seems that they're not even worried about that. And when you're when you're cross-examining lawyers, you have to get very, very specific because they will steal your time. They'll gum up the works. And they'll use every technicality they can get to not answer the question, even if it's a very simple question. Like here's a here's Fannie Willis. We have a clip of Fannie Willis. She's being um, she's being questioned, and they're asking like, did he ever stay with you at your house? I don't know. Did he ever stay with you at an, an apartment? We'll define apartment like stuff like that. And they finally say they have to actually say, did he ever? visit you at the place you laid your head like that's mm, such a mm -hmm. weird way to ask the question yeah but it's necessary because if you ask it any other way she could weasel out of it and say oh well that wasn't an apartment it was a condo i wasn't lying you know what i mean like it wasn't yeah. a house that was a yeah. townhome sure like oh that oh, that wasn't a condo that was a rental you know what i mean like so they have right. to get very very here, here, here it is. Here's the clip. Mr. Wade visits you at the place you laid your head. When? Has he ever yeah. visited you at the place you laid your head? So let's be clear. Now watch how she doesn't answer the question. She gets angry and the judge gives her a little bit of protection and takes it to break. Because you've lied in this, this. Let me tell you which one you lied in right here. I think you lied right here. No, 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 no. This is the truth, judge. And this, it, it is a lie. It is a lie. Ms. Mr. Sena, I thank you. We're going to take five minutes. Wow. So if it was me or you, mm -hmm. they'd say, we'll take a break after you answer the question. Yeah. That's a very simple question. Did he, and it's, it's asked in a way that you can't wiggle out of it by saying, oh, well, that wasn't my house. That was my friend's house that we were staying. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She doesn't answer it then. Like, I, I, I remember when I when I was in a deposition, it was like, oh, can we take a break? Okay, after this question. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, you, yeah. you have to answer the question. You can't just get angry, accuse them of lying about something else to weasel your way out of answering that question. Yeah. So it, it's, I'm it concerned because they're so comfortable with this lying. Yeah, yeah. And the judge like throws them a free get out of jail free card on that one. You know, it's it's like shaving points in a basketball game and calling a technical timeout. Yeah. Whatever reason, right? In the middle of a fast break or something wild that would they just throw the game, but it would be really hard to prove, right? But, but wow, I mean, yeah, he just signed that personally. I, those are the moments when you've got somebody that pinned and they're that uncomfortable that you really want to start ramping up the questions because when she starts getting angry, people are angry to start making mistakes. And yeah. 
Like that's genuinely that that would if I was the person who was asking the questions, that would have been a delicious moment. It's like, all right, I'm tasting it's something. A, it's a here. you can't handle I'm the taste, truth kind of moment. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and yeah. you just start hammering them something new. But you know, judge steps in, you get the time out. Let's yeah. let's just let's just let's just wait. Let's take five minutes. Like before we play the other Fannie Willis clip, I want to play this bit uh, as it related to uh Terrence Bradley. Um I believe it was when he was on the stand, there were accusations entered into the record that he was being coached in real time by his legal team what to say. Yeah. Okay. Here's the clip. And Judge, I just want for the record, because sometimes the record doesn't reflect where people are looking, and that when I ask a question, Mr. Bradley is looking at Mr. Wade and his lawyer to wait for them to object, and they're clearly interacting somehow in the court. So I just want the record to reflect that, because it wouldn't otherwise. Rule number one, can't do that. Yeah. Can't do that. There there I thought there was also a time where he was trying to reference his cell phone. They gave it to him. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. And then it went off with the text message. Did he? I, I, I was almost, like, what the devil? I, I almost pulled this. It was a longer clip. I didn't want to pull it. There was a part where they hand him screenshots of text messages. And he basically insinuates that they've been like fabricated because yeah. they've cut off bits of it. But that's how it works. You can't the paper isn't endless. You can't scroll paper. At some point, you have to say this is where one page ends and one page begins. Yeah. Um. So he's like, oh, you cut off the full conversation. And she offers to let him just read the text conversation from his own phone if yeah. he thinks that they have uh, manipulated it. And that's when he relents. Says, okay, okay, I'll read it. Um, yeah. I've never, I've never heard of that before. It's um, just blew my mind. Like there were things going on in this case that yeah, and I wonder if they've got some sort of uh, do they have an earpiece? Do, I mean, I, I've seen kind of how people want to kind of communicate when they cheat at cards, right? You kind of have these under the the leg little things that send out Morse code or, you know, a couple taps. This means this and this means that, right? And all you would have to do is send the signal that uh, this might get me busted, right? And then the, yeah. uh, the lawyer immediately objects, right? He's just got to hit a button twice. Click, click, right? Yeah. And sends a signal. Two for object, one and for let me happened. answer it. That's happened in all of the clips that we played of Terrence Bradley. He pauses, right. and before, right. like, one time he said, dang. And as yeah. he's about to answer, the lawyer objects. The other yes. time he does a long sigh. <sighs> the lawyer yeah. objects. Um, you can't do it. You just can't do it. It'd be really hard to prove. Like, if you, but if that was happening, that's like rule number one that it's a no no. Yeah. You just, yeah. That's a no no. So if they are, it'd be hard to prove. I mean, what? Oh, what's the what ifs for that? You know what I mean? What, I mean, is that a what? Is that a mistrial at that well, point? It would, I mean, it would you be have a mistrial, to... but but they if, if you keep doing, it, there'd be sanctions. Um, yeah. Uh, it'd be bad. It'd be bad. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. So. Right. Another first, really. I mean, not first, but the part, as I said, the part that really concerns me is how flagrant they are about this Mm -hmm. and how Mm -hmm. nonchalantly they are lying on the stand. And it is very clear that he remembers, as I said, he he claimed privilege. He claimed privilege. Like, come on, come on. Everything you say to a lawyer, the lawyer writes down in the notes, takes notes. That's how they get their billable hours, right? right. I mean, uh, yes. It, it, yes. It's absurd. It is absurd on its face. The last clip I wanted to play of this 
um, was a clip from Fannie Willis. So no one seems to know when they first hooked up. But F- and Fannie Willis won't say when they first hooked up. Yeah. Because <laughs> one, if you don't know, you don't want to say it because then if you're wrong, you're lying. But they very clearly know that they were hooking up for a very long time. Um, uh-huh. Here's a clip of her taking offense at the insinuation that she slept with them the day she met him. Opportunity on uh, when the state was well, it's highly offensive when someone lies on you, and it's highly offensive when they the try judge. to implicate. I get it that there are. I get it that there are regional linguistic variations it is really hard to take someone seriously as a district attorney like she's a she is a woman who is claiming the authority to throw the 45th president of the united states in prison and stop him from being reelected that's what she's claimed for her to say sit up there and say i take offense when someone lies on you it's just, I get it that there are linguistic differences and there's slang. It's just, I, I can't believe that we've got to this point. Like, you would think that she would be able to formulate a sentence without... You know, you know what I mean? Like, when, when I sat for my deposition, yeah, I made sure, sure I picked my words very carefully. Mm-hmm. Um... And I made sure that I, I was as accurate as possible, right? Like, like it, I, I, it's not a serious way to talk. Like, oh, they lied on me. They lied on me. Lied on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it, it's crazy. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Well, you... She's obviously angry, right? So now she's reverting to what she knows, and there's pressure, right? And there's tension. And every time somebody gets in a tense situation, they have to react to something. They revert to what they know, and hers is anger and using um, slay in order to make the point, right? So this is kind of how you know when you're you're getting fanny. She likes to to revert to this slang, and maybe even then it becomes like a defense, right? Because you would have to go through and define what lies on me means. I mean, there's no way to define that, what that means, right? Is that is that a Freudian slip because he lied on her? He laid on you know what I mean? Like, but but like <laughs> it, it's and I I don't want to be like, oh, you're grammar Nazi. Oh, why won't you just let her use ebonics from the stand? <laughs> like, what what yeah. what's wrong with that? It's just it's it just comes across so trashy i'm sorry it just does it 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 comes across trashy and has nothing to do with race if a white guy got up there and started talking like that you'd be like well this is the this is the guy who's who's prosecuting a case against the president yeah are you are you serious i think it's a stress reaction too yeah like i this is how she handles stress so and her her uh what she reverts back to is um, it's attack, right? Attack, 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 attack. Yeah. Because it's the only strategy left at this point. Because if you don't attack, you have to lie. And she's just coming up to work. She's smart. She yeah. knows what she can say and do. 
in order to to just take up the time. I mean, it, eventually, if that's all the answers they get from you on something, they will just they'll eventually stop. You know, how long are they going to stick it to them? I mean, this is like filibustering to the yeah. to the greatest degree ever. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's me with my unrealistic expectations that if someone's going to take a shot at the president and and speak for an, a nation man she's like she's claiming to be the true arbiter of justice right that doesn't matter what the american people want she knows best and she's coming out here with with like like ebonics it's 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 insane it it really is it really is insane here's the rest of the clip that you slept with somebody the first day you met with them and i take exception to it all right well miss will she'll be have the opportunity to explain all of that. She has incredible grammar. Yeah, she like takes it, it's got to be a tool. It takes exception to the fact that she slept with him on the first day she met him. Um, I'm sure she also takes exception to the fact that there's evidence in the record that she slept with him on in her office. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure she takes exception to the fact that there's allegations that they hooked up at a law conference. Right? I, you can take exceptions to all of it. But if you're going to take exception to the record and you take a, you, you take offense to the fact that you've behaved in a way that is trashy, the solution is to not be trashy. I'm sorry. It, it, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. at, at, at what point, at what point does she say, yeah, she's mad at everyone but herself? Yeah. Uh, she's not. Right. It's just... There, there's no self-awareness. There's no acceptance that she effed up. It's it's almost like she's like, I have a right to be trashy, and it's your fault for calling me on it. If I want to sleep with the guy I'm sending to the White House to coordinate taking down my political opponent, and I want to pay him cash under the table without any receipts, and I want to give him the garage clicker to get into my house at 2 a.m., sleep with me, and I want to sleep with him in my office. I want to sleep with him on professional development yeah. uh, events. Damn it, that's my right. How dare you? How dare you? She's trash. Well, and it's just, and in the answer, she does a really good job just not answering. I take exception to that. Well, is it a yes or no sort of answer? And did you have sex with that person on the first day you met them? Because these two were joined at the hip after one point, right? I mean, they could have just Get it off. What if it was a Romeo and Juliet thing and they fell in? Like, crazier things happen, right? She can take exception to it, but was it true? I just want a yes or no. Just It's a yes or no question. Yeah. No, it is, it's a yes it is very no. It is very clear that they were hooking up. It is abundantly clear. Whether they can get them to admit it is a different thing. Yeah. But if you present enough evidence, the the bar for like the bar for like prosecuting them for perjury is yeah. much, much higher than the, than the, uh, the legal profession consequences or the judge, the judge doesn't have to prove that they perjured himself, right? They don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that, that she perjured herself. The judge just has to conclude that, yeah, it's more likely than not that she lied to the court. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be the standard here. And, wow hopefully hopefully they've met they've met that that standard because that's not a super high standard right it might not be enough to convict her of perjury but remember 
I say this all the time. I say this all the time. The standard for removing someone from a case, from an from a from handling a specific matter, isn't proving beyond a reasonable doubt that they did something wrong. It's proving that they have at least created the appearance of impropriety. All you have to do is prove that she has created an appearance of impropriety because the people that she claims to represent have a right to be to have a DA who is beyond reproach, right? And the fact that this is even happening, the fact that they've even dragged them into this and done so legitimately with legitimate reasons is more than enough to say that she has created the appearance of impropriety and for the good of her constituents, for the good of her office, she should step down. <laughs> but uh, like many trashy people, I don't think she's going to admit that. I don't think yeah. she's going to step down. She's in the limelight. She is enjoying mm -hmm. the limelight. I showed you this. Um, I don't think I've ever felt as bad for anything as I felt for Fannie Willis's toes. Poor or toes being squeezed, being squeezed into that, that shoe. Wow. But that's her on our red carpet. Why wow. is she on our red carpet? because she's taking down the 45th president of the United States. How oh. many other di county district attorneys do you know who are at star-studded red carpet events? It's not common. Not at least not as common as you even get invited. How do you get invited? Do you get to know someone or be invited? I feel, bad. I feel bad for those little piggies. Yeah, they're in there tight, man. Those, I mean, obviously she was like, these. I love these shoes. I'm wearing them no matter what. I don't even care if my little pinky toe is about to burst outside. Those little piggies did not get to the right. market because they literally suffocated. <laughs> you, know what, you know, I can actually hear, like, I love explaining stuff in automatopoeia, and I'm just waiting for, like, the sound. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Hey, if... If you, you just humor me for a moment, did she also, and I've never heard of anybody doing this before, but say that they, they really couldn't have had a relationship because poor guy had erectile dysfunction. I mean, has is that, that not is that it? Did she say that? I didn't see that. Yeah, one. I, um, well, she was alleging to, uh, I think erectile dysfunction because in one of it, she said, uh, eh, I wanted to have to do with, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. I'm trying to think. Someone was watching it. I was listening. It was on the, uh, the 24 hour circuit. And, yeah, uh, I see that. Yeah, but that's yeah. the kind of thing. Go ahead, go ahead, finish, finish. But you can still have a relationship even if you're not like if all the parts don't work, right? It's like you ever see like the the store like the shows where someone's like, "I was raped." He's the one, and I know it's him, and I can prove it because he mm -hmm. has a strangely shaped penis, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he has a birthmark. Okay. And then, and then they say, okay, let's examine. The birthmark is there. The only way she could possibly have seen it is if they did have relations. Yeah. I don't think I'm seeing that, that this is actually in the record. Unless he voluntarily came forward with that little bit of medical diagnosis. The only way you'd come to that understanding yeah. is through attempted copulation correct because not everybody just gives up the information hey 
it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta yeah. Well, take a blue pen. Like there's no solutions, right? It doesn't prove that you don't have a relationship I couldn't, of some time. I couldn't have had a sexual relationship with him in twenty twenty one. I have it on good authority that his penis didn't work in twenty twenty one. Oh, how he did you know that? that? Oh, I don't recall. But yeah, if you found out that you'd like somebody and they told you they had ED, because that's how you start the conversation when you're trying to have a sexual relationship. Like that, uh, you know, that, that just means that are they having a conversation where he's like, yeah, it don't work. <laughs> and then after learning that little bit of information, he still goes to her house 35 times, times right. including some trysts at like 2, 3, 4 a.m. Yeah. Maybe he's overcoming adversity. I don't know. Um, right. Was he just but, showing up when it worked? I don't know. But like, th this is the thing. Like, if, if you or I were yeah. caught in this, it'd be done. Yeah. It'd be done. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. At that it'd point, you just break down like, yeah, it happened. It'd be completed. Or they'd find a friend of ours somewhere who's willing to admit it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, and and that's where you start seeing like the accusation that he is following his lawyer's instructions. That's why it becomes really a, a really bad thing to be happening in this court because you're trying to get testimony from the witnesses, not testimony from the attorneys. Yeah. So how can you trust the testimony of witnesses if they're looking over at the attorneys for uh, instruction on what they should say? Yeah. Like, surely, surely there is someone out there. And that's the other thing. If, if this was a conservative, the line would be around the block at the courthouse of every man, woman and child willing sure. to get up there and say, oh, no, I was at. I was at that law conference and I'll tell you, I wa I saw them making out in the stairway. You know what I mean? Like if it was a conservative, yeah. there would be no shortage of that. Right. It's true. Of or whether, whether they're just making right? it up. Right. Right. Yep. But look at what happened with poor Brett Kavanaugh. Right. Like, like everyone just, and a lot of them were complete total lies. A lot, a lot of the other ones completely unprovable and, and far from believable. Right. But there were people who have literally been, like charged with lying who just called up and just made stuff up. Yeah. That's what would happen if Fannie Willis was a conservative going after a democratic presidential candidate. But it's amazing to me how, because it's a liberal, there's no one coming forward, no cleaning lady coming forward, no gardener coming forward, no neighbor saying, yeah, no, I, I remember I saw him pull in and I'm trying to sleep and that bedpost keeps banging into that wall. Really hard to sleep. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, like surely yeah. Yeah. there are people out there, but they keep bringing in these witnesses and the witnesses keep saying, I don't recall. I don't recall. And then you ask them, have you been coached? And they say, nope. But they all nope. get the same answers. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty impressive. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better scenario to try to get you off if, you know, the witnesses are, are cooperative. Yeah. Yeah. Cooperative. And, and, and where is... So if this fling was while they were married, where are the jilted ex-spouses? Why aren't like, they coming forward? That seems like they should be the first ones called. 
Right. Danny would text and he would just leave. He'd get that text at 2 a.m. And on that same day, right, he happens to be at Fanny's place at 2 a.m. And if she's got anything like a smart garage door opener, right? It records the time and date that that thing opened with yeah. which transceiver it was, right? But like it's that, a simple, that, it's a simple question. Uh, did your ex Where's the did your ex-husband cheat on you? Yes. Yes. Who did she he cheat on you with? Fanny Wills. When was it? You know what I mean? Like like when did it start? Yeah. And they probably try and say, oh, well, that's protected by marital privilege. Um, But marital privilege cannot, like, uh, you can't lie on the stand. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, right. And and if it's the basis of a divorce proceeding. Right. Then you start saying, oh, you have to unseal those records. It's just, if this was a conservative, they'd be doing so much more. And, And there would be no shortage of witnesses. I think that's more disturbing than their willingness to lie, right? I mean, that, yeah. that that should grab everyone there. I mean, they're willing to just spit in the face of the law. And every witness has been cooperative. I mean, it's makes you wonder what, like, the whole city of, or the, like, what all of Georgia is like, right? Like, in their political system. Like, who's making up these groups? And is there more people like her out there? Because yeah. if they're that willing to do that, and try to go after the president, who are they willing not to go, you know, who would they not go after at that point? Everybody's on the menu, quote unquote. Yeah. That was the thing that Trump always used to say. They're coming after me because they can't come after you. Well, when you get to the county level district attorney, it's not just going after Trump because they can't go after you. She can go after everyone in that county. Right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's, it's a very terrifying prospect. And, uh, I don't know. I, I I don't see how this case can be allowed to continue, mm-hmm. if only just for the creation of a bona fide appearance of impropriety. That's all you have so, to prove. All right, here's another what if for you then. So let's say they do get kicked off of it. Does the case continue against Trump, and they just plug somebody back into the role, or does that thing if, fall apart? If, if she gets kicked off, it can't go back to her office, because the fact that this is an in, in uh, an improper inappropriate relationship between multiple people in the office can't do in the office. So it would have to go to the state and the state would have to then decide whether to keep going with it or to drop it. And like I I was seeing Raffensperger who's no Trump fan. Yeah. He's the one who literally got this all kickstarted by releasing that phone call. Yeah. Him and Kemp and, and their aides. He's saying that this looks like it's a political prosecution. Oh, no, duh. No duh. Wow. So I mean, wow. it's not his call. He's the Secretary of State. He's not the Attorney General. But um, we are starting to see a little bit of movement. A little bit of movement on the on the neocons, the rhinos in uh, in Georgia government. Hey, but like, none of those other witch hunts were real, like we mentioned at yeah. the beginning. None of them, right? And this one included. And this one just kind of goes away. You know, it'll, it'll disappear in people's minds in seventy-two hours in the news cycle, and before you know it, it's a new witch hunt. It'll be Remember, something new. Like, this one doesn't stick. What's the only, next one, they right? They only have to get them on one. Right? I know. And, but what's the next one? That's the thing. They only got to get them on one. So, like, Trump, Trump the next can one? launch all of these defenses. He can get 99% of the charges against him tossed out. But they get one felony through. It's over. Well, they throw him in prison. They will not let him stay out pending appeal. These rabid leftists are they're going for blood and it's disgusting and as someone who was vehemently 
chanting lock her up for Hillary Clinton's very obvious Espionage Act violations. I was relieved when Trump went into office and said he wasn't going to prosecute her because of the logistics of jailing your political opponent. Yeah. Unfortunately, Democrats haven't even given that any any pause. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Any final words before we wrap up? Yeah, Max, they're they're they will never take the high road. They will only take the low road. And this is the start. So I don't like where we're headed, buddy. I yeah. I feel kind of weird. So good show. I come back yeah. from a bunch of combat training and then Fanny Willis <laughs> gives us a whole bunch of well, there's lots, stuff, and, so. and like there's other stuff, like there's a Supreme Court hearing on on bump stocks today. Lots that we have to get into in the coming days, but that'll all have to be for another episode of the Right yeah. Guys podcast. If you like the podcast, hit that subscribe button, give us a thumbs up, comment, comment, comment. Um, subscribe to the audio edition. All those links are in the description. If you want to, we try and make this as audio friendly as possible. So check us out there. Um, and yeah, thank you everyone for uh, tuning in, listening, watching. That's it for this episode. My name is Max McGuire. I'm Josh Hammerling. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back the country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. See you next time. See ya.